Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back and thanks for joining us. As you may know, May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Mental health, especially anxiety, also happens to be one of the most requested topics from our listeners. So we'll be talking about mental well-being all month. We got it started last week by re-exploring the most common types of anxiety. This week, we're re-exploring a few of the most prominent methods of healing. We said it last week, but it might be an important reminder. Jackie and I aren't doctors. Grateful Grains has always and will always be about our personal experiences, things we've come across in our pursuit of well-being. We're talking about things that have helped us and the people close to us. We're obviously thrilled if our conversations spark interest in you or bring awareness to something that needs a little extra attention in your life, even if it's just encouragement. But it's only the first step. If anyone is suffering in a way they can't manage on their own, it is so important to seek out the help of a professional. Healing, of course, can be painful and difficult. It can feel like an uphill battle. But if we focus on the fact that we've made the decision to jump off the merry-go-round of subconscious mechanisms, if we're focused on shedding the trauma responses that are no longer serving us, we're already halfway there. Exactly. And while on this journey of healing, it's so important to make room for failure. Overcoming our trauma responses, our burdened state of mind stuck in that mode of suffering, is some of the hardest work we'll do in life. We're getting back to who we are underneath all the pain, the letdown, the heartbreak, the abuse. We're attempting to rid ourselves of a lifetime of fear-based thinking. Battling these inner demons that are so deeply ingrained in our subconscious, we're bound to lose a battle or two. But hold on to the goal here. Honor the work. Allow for some setbacks. Forgive the occasional dip into old bad habits. So long as you don't stay there, you will not lose the war. Today, we're talking about reconnecting with our inner child. It begins with recognizing the ways we may have been left wanting as a child, how our needs may have gone unmet. If we were deprived of something important or if too much was placed on our shoulders too soon, as we come to terms with what burdens our inner child, we can begin to understand in what ways we might find healing in the present day. And this is interesting work because in general, we're going back in time. We're asking our younger selves where we needed help and we're giving them the hand we needed then from our present day now. We're meant to actually visualize the younger version of ourselves here and develop a relationship with them as though we're separate from them. We're there to provide a foundation for them that they maybe never had. We're really there to reparent them. We know this practice seems strange from a distance, but it's wonderfully cathartic. We begin by sitting in silence and visualizing the younger version of ourselves. Maybe we're eight, maybe we're six, whatever feels natural. Then we begin to interact. 
We listen to their unmet needs. We hear their pain or frustration. We acknowledge it and tell them we're there to help them heal. If our inner child felt neglected, maybe we make plans with them and go with them in mind as though they're there with us. Maybe we go to the aquarium, we go to the movies, we go to the park, we just show up. If our inner child was left wanting stability, we can be their stability by making promises to them and then doing it. If our inner child needed security, if family members ignored boundaries, we can show our inner child we are capable of setting boundaries for them. We can teach them how to set boundaries by setting boundaries of our own. The trick here is you'll be showing up for your inner child in the same ways you actually need to be showing up for yourself. And as your inner child begins to trust you, you'll begin to trust yourself. As your inner child begins to understand they can rely on you, you'll understand you can rely on yourself. Thanks so much for joining us on Grateful Grains. You can find us on Instagram at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. We'll be back again tomorrow for day two of our week discussing healing. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.